Today's anecdotal experience podcast is sponsored by Fabry's Candles. I cooked curry in my apartment one time two years ago and the place still smells like an Indian buffet. I bought a Fabry's candle and it really helped with the smell. It still really stinks, but the candle makes it significantly less noticeable. Today on the podcast, we have my friend Brett Hartzell. Brett, I knew, okay, I, all I knew about Brett, my brother told me that he was engaged. My brother's a drama queen. He told me that this guy was engaged to a girl in college. And then he broke it off. And then pretty soon after, he was dating a new girl. And then he married the new girl. And I was like, well, all right, well, yeah, we should we should get him on. He's also, he listens to the podcast. So uh, I wasn't sure if he'd want to talk about it. We totally did. This was good. Talk about young love. You should, uh, I think, I think you should be able to get married when you're 38. I think that's the time of your life where it's, you know, you know who you are. You know what you want. You know what you can deal with and what you can't. Um, I think I say that in the podcast, actually. This was fun, though. If anyone's thinking about getting married when they're 19, I hope this changes their mind. Man, that's a bad idea, but I've seen it happen. Make your own mistakes. Let's do this podcast with the homie Brett Hartzell. I know you were dating a girl, okay, and you were engaged to this girl, because um, I knew you in college. You were engaged to this girl, and then you broke off the engagement, and then pretty soon after, granted, this is from, like, hearsay from my brother, who told me this. I didn't know exactly what was going on, but you broke off the engagement with your fiance, and then... Pretty soon after, you were re-engaged to your wife now. Yeah. That's what I know. Yeah. That's pretty That's pretty accurate. Uh, I was thinking of a, like a one-liner that could summarize all this. Okay. Uh, I've proposed twice, almost proposed three times, to two different women, and I've owned seven engagement rings. What does it matter with you? <laughs> Why have you owned seven different <laughs> engagement rings? Uh, all right. So this is this is the finance person in me. Okay, this will be quick. I promise. Right. Uh, so pretty much every jewelry store on this planet, they want to offer incentives for you to trade up. So if you bought a thousand dollar ring from them, but then you know you've been married twenty years, and you want to get a better ring, they'll give you half of the value of that ring off on your next purchase. So if you trade in a thousand dollar ring, okay, they'll give you five hundred dollars credit toward your next purchase as long as it's more than. Or okay. No, no, no. They'll give you full credit on your purchase as long as your next purchase, but it can't be more than 50% of what you're going to buy. So you trade in a $1,000 ring. If you buy at least a $2,000 or more ring, they'll give you a $1,000 credit. Okay. And why does that incentivize you to buy loads of rings? So secondhand rings are oh, dirt cheap. Oh, got it. So, so you're not on, trading in, you're getting the secondhand ring. So I went on eBay, Craigslist, whatever, and I would pay $500 for a ring that someone paid two thousand dollars for you're just buying rings for nobody just like in the no, event no or what? no like every single time when i bought them i was ready to it was no way of buying, but you've bought seven rings so for bought, seven different people well i bought one and then i bought a, a ring that i used for an engagement yeah and then uh later on uh so i broke off that engagement so there was two rings there 
And the next time I bought two more rings for the purpose of trading in, because you can trade in more than one ring. Yeah. So then I bought two more rings. I trade in for another one. I was going to propose to my now wife. Yeah. Ended up breaking that one off. So that, and then I traded the initial ring back. So now it's five rings that I've owned. That becomes commonplace <laughs> where you're walking back into jewelry stores and saying, hey, I'm back. <laughs> it's me. Didn't work out. <laughs> it's me, your friend. I'm going to finagle your refund deal for yep. a bigger, better ring. Yeah. That's weird. So what, like, how many different people have you planned to be married to? So just two. Just okay, two. Okay, just two. Yeah. All right. The seven rings is just for a kicker. Okay. Wait, <laughs> just so. Just a tagline. How many, you've asked two people to. Two, I almost asked my wife, my now wife, twice. So we got to the point where we were real serious. Yeah. And I bought a ring with the intent to uh, ask her to marry me. Okay. And then quite quickly broke it off. Wait, who you're married to now? Yeah. Wait, was this before your the one so, where you broke it off again? Let's get it straight. Okay. Oh yeah, we'll start from the beginning. Okay, go ahead. So, uh, actually, right after the Mr. GC competition, uh-huh. uh, my freshman year, I started dating uh, a woman. And uh, can I say her name? Is, yeah, I don't care. Well, it's Ashley, so that doesn't narrow it down to yeah, yeah. anyone. Yeah. So, uh, so Ashley and I started dating. Uh, for a year and some change, almost two years, I think. Yeah. I uh, got real serious, got a engagement ring, and uh, asked her to marry me. Uh, we started fighting. Well, I mean, every couple has troubles. Yeah. But we started fighting on a pretty regular basis. And she, I'm all about, let's, if we're fighting, let's not take it out in public. You know, let's not air right. our dirty laundry out there. And she didn't give a shit. And what? Wait, explain. So if we were fighting, we could be in Toll, Tree Life Bookstore, or we could be in a coffee shop or anywhere we could be walking. And if we had beef, there were loud voices. We were screaming at each other. There was a public display. Really? And, yeah. Why? What, what type of stuff would you fight about? I mean, it's a relationship with opposite gender. So it could be what type of gum you were chewing at the time like it was anything it was it was anything and everything why did you what like why did you hate each other um we well we didn't hate each other we actually we like i loved her like i would sacrifice a lot for her and uh at the time i thought that she would probably do that for me too yeah um but i think we had different definitions of what it means to love someone and what it means to sacrifice for them Okay, so just in general, what's up with sacrifice? Just out of curiosity, there's resentment there because you're not, you're not, you feel like you're doing more than she is, which I think is yeah. a lot of relationships. Yeah, you just yeah. don't feel like they're giving and you're taking, or you know, yeah, that vice versa. Most of the time, though, when you see that in a relationship, you think that it's because one person's not in the same spot as someone else. Like you're both, like one person's way more into it, right? Like that's a pretty common thing where yeah. one person feels like they're giving and giving and giving and the other person's just kind of taking. Yeah. I didn't, it was weird because we were both in the same spot. We were both really serious. We talked about our future a lot. Um, we talked about, you know, our lives together and we were both really in the same place. You know, I asked her to marry me and she said, yes, she wasn't like, oh, I'll think about it. Like she was excited to be engaged. Yeah. So uh, I was also very young. She was really my first Eh, second real girlfriend, I guess. Okay. So, uh, and the one girlfriend I had before her wasn't for very long. So I was pretty new in the relationship game. What did you get from, what did you get from her? What was the reason to stay? Uh, she was, she, we both had very similar backgrounds. 
very evangelical. Evangelical. Yeah. Uh, We were, we had the same life philosophy. She was very smart. Yeah. One thing that really attracted me to her, and it probably shouldn't have, was she knew how to be political. Okay. Yuck. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. Um, Not and that's, hot. So that's still. <laughs> but at real- the time you were into that? <laughs> oh, yeah. What? Just like having an opinion or something? Like manipulating. What do you mean? I oh, mean, political. political. You mean, ah, like yeah, in the sense no. of like. Not um, like I'm really manipulating or something. <laughs> oh, I thought you were. Okay, got it. So she was. She uh, knew how to play the game. Yeah, like, like how so? Like if she was going to. She could. I could see her potentially running for office and I could totally see her going out and kissing babies. Yeah. Like. Uh, Just a manipulator? Uh, yeah. To you? Well, so she wasn't to me. Okay. So that's why I was really attractive. It's like, this is the woman that knows how to get stuff done. Okay. So I love strong women. Okay. <laughs> so that was it. She was like, yeah, that yeah, was some like confidence and like attracted you to her. Yeah. And then you probably, it's funny because sometimes you just sell yourself on an idea where you're, where you think, oh man, she's very political or whatever that is that turns you on. And then you're like, I'm never going to find another that's political like her. Yeah, I think at the time it took me a long time to get to realize that though. Like that wasn't the like I couldn't have even pinpointed that at the time that this no. is why I'm attracted to her. Like, right? She made me feel good. She made me feel uh, like. Oh, well, then yeah, um, that's definitely not the case then. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's a little bit of the penis thinking too. <laughs> right. Of course. Yeah. Because you're yeah, and you're you know you're evangelical, so you're like you you got to get to that point for the penis to you know yeah. Penis is like, we got to get this done. Right. Yeah. Well, and you, I know you have a, a certain taste in women. Um, I do. You would probably, like, physique wise, you would probably find her very attractive. I know. I know. I know who this is. And oh, you're, okay. you're right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. She's larger. Yeah. 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 Um, That's fair. Yeah, dude. So you, well, I was like, very attracted to right. her, too. So. It's, of course. Yeah. Yeah. And then, okay. So these are the reasons where you're like, I need to, this is the woman. And I'm, despite, us fighting in public all the time yeah well that like the first year we didn't fight that much like of course we had disagreements and stuff but then it got to be where we're like fighting a lot a lot a lot yeah and there was one time this was i think i think this was after we were engaged because we had a pretty long engagement it was supposed to be like nine months yeah uh there's one time we were fighting and i I, someone had done something uh, that was kind of they'd kind of wronged one of us I can't remember the specific scenario but someone like stole a parking spot from us or didn't do their part of a project or something Something that didn't matter yeah, yeah something that's like okay like no reason to really have beef with someone but maybe they slightly wronged us or her or something right and I was like uh, and she was making a big deal of it. I was like why does this matter and yeah. she and she turned to me and goes, I don't know if you know or not, but I don't like people. And she said it kind of sarcastically, but like that was what it took me almost two years to be like, holy crap, you don't like people. What did that mean to you? That meant that like if I like people. Or how did you interpret that? Um, it, that was an aha moment for me. Did I it make like, sense at the time? Because it sounds like it's a very ambiguous thing to say. But at the time, you knew exactly what she meant by it. Yeah. Like if someone comes to me on the street and says... I need money or I need a ride. Yeah. I'm always initially inclined to say yes. And I'll help a lot. Yeah. You trust people. Give yeah. people the benefit of the doubt. You yes. want to root for them. Yeah. Yeah. Especially give, give the people the benefit of the doubt. That's a good one. Okay. Like that's interesting. And if I say no, it's because you've done something that overcame that benefit of the doubt. <laughs> right. So that I'm not going to help you now. You like to trust people. You like to assume the best. I, I genuinely love people. Yeah. Like that's the, uh, yeah 
like you everything people like, are interesting you yeah, yeah that's that's a that is i know what you mean where you kind of want everyone to be the best person they can be and you want yeah. to show them love and make the world better right and this was not the case <laughs> well that for, was a miss america summary <laughs> no, i mean but it's true. Is, is that right yeah that's absolutely right yeah yeah so and then you felt like this was this girl was like no she doesn't she wants to hate people and see the worst or what she wants to get ahead like how so in every scenario ever of all time okay so uh this is getting pretty uh well it's not stalker in our day and age it would be if it was 20 years ago but Mm -hmm. so there was the ice bucket challenge uh that happened last year yeah a couple years years? oh man yeah man we're old time flies we're dying Yeah. yeah i just had my birthday so i'm really old now yeah uh so i noticed through we still have friends of friends we're not friends anymore on facebook right um so some so many of my friends liked what she did that it showed up on my feed okay so i watched a video of her doing the ice bucket challenge yeah and she gave a little monologue before she did it about how well i don't really think that um i'm doing this not to necessarily support als research because they have beliefs that like i forget exactly but they believe in abortion or something something. like this so i'm doing this to support something else yeah and i she doesn't give a shit yeah she did it for attention she did it to please her parents no i'm calling that out you are you're saying it that's it had there was no benevolence in it no but let's okay in fairness to her yeah i think anyone that did that ice bucket challenge didn't do a lick of anything for you know absolutely i think that was but most people's motivation i, I agree but everyone else out yeah, there did it so. yeah absolutely <laughs> okay but that's how you and you saw her do this that you interpreted it as like you don't give two shoes about yeah well and anything I th- and whatever I you're doing yeah the, the thing that was really the kicker was the going the extra mile to do that monologue in the beginning to say yeah this is why i'm doing it because it's better than what everyone else is doing. because you're making it about you right you're making it like listen to me yeah here's my spiel it's not just like hey maybe people need help that have als it's like no listen i have some interesting things that i'd like to say right okay right. here's That's how funny. you should all be thinking about this so do you she had that sort of mentality and you yeah. think and then you saw this again you but that like, that ties into like even the political aspect where she she'll use influence she'll use anything in her power of persuasion to kind of get what she wants and to make herself look better okay and so. then but you're still at what point do you to be fair most humans do that yeah for sure <laughs> i absolutely do for that. sure but, but these are like this is your observations of the relationship you are in yeah and this is what yeah. you saw so get okay so you buy a ring for this girl mm-hmm. and at, like at what point you're buying a ring is there any like doubt in your mind where you think there's no way this is gonna this is gonna work like or is it are you this fully will last long term do you know what i mean because like you obviously it didn't work out you didn't it it fell through well i i i I didn't think like oh this will be a two-year gig like i definitely didn't think that well what was the mentality what was it like no it's cool everything's fine i know we have our problems but this is gonna be good i'm gonna buy this ring i'm gonna like use the 500 (laughs) refunds i have and get a super (laughs) awesome ring so was there any doubt i guess what i'm asking um yeah well to be fair there is still doubt with the woman I'm currently married to, like up until when we okay. got married. So, so you're like, saying there's, there's always, always, there's always something. Yeah. But okay. 
a lot of this stuff that I'm pointing out, I didn't notice. I didn't think would be an issue. Okay. When I got the ring. So you, and you were like, you were, I was pretty much all in. I was about as all in as you can be. Okay. When you're buying the ring. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, and even, even, even with the, the ring giving, it was still, I just didn't notice a lot of stuff. I just, it didn't click that this is a big red flag. Oh, got it. So you just weren't aware of all the problems. The other thing is, the one thing that was probably the most doubtful thing in my mind that was always in the back of my mind yeah was my parents didn't go for her a lot oh interesting which is big because my parents are a very influential part of my life right yeah and they're a lot wiser than i am so what were they what were their observations that she's manipulative okay they picked that up pretty much like day one yeah <laughs> but you didn't see it uh, Are you willing to I saw she was it? manipulative, but I liked it. Like, yeah, that's awesome. You're married to someone that can get whatever they want. But it was when it was the the turning point was when she started doing it to me. Yeah. And you like, saw it as a positive, positive until that's you're like, okay. oh, no, manipulative people are manipulative to everyone in their lives. Yeah. They don't like hold back from from those they love. Yeah. Yeah. OK. So at what point do you what point do you start thinking? No. I don't, this is not, I don't want this to be eternity. So it was when I noticed that she was starting to be manipulative with me. You know, we've passed kind of the, the honeymoon phase, money, honeymoon phase of dating. Yeah. So you're like together for two years. You're mm-hmm. very comfortable around each other now. Okay. So we'd argued before, sometimes even in public, but whatever. Um, but then it got to be where we were arguing more. Yeah. And part of it, I think, was I started putting my foot down a little bit more on certain things where she's like, let's hang out tonight. Yeah. And I was like, I can't. I have homework. And she would pout. Yeah. And Well, I guess pout's a really immature way to put it. But, you know, she would be upset. Yeah. You'd have to deal with her whatever. Yeah. Her like tantrum or not tantrum, but, but well, like negativity. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 That's a good way to put it. Okay. Um. Then there was one, so we were start, We started to argue, started to argue more and more. Yeah. There was one time, well, this was during my second year of college. My second year of college, I refer to as the no sleep year. Mm-hmm. I had uh, an internship and two jobs, and uh, both of them, like, I think total was like 30 hours a week between right. all three of those things. And I was taking 18 credit hours, and one of my classes was intermediate accounting, which is Grace College touts it as the second most difficult class at Grace College. So it was very difficult. Okay. I almost never started my homework before midnight. Like, yeah. Do the next day. Do it. And you're engaged at this time, or you're Uh, you're you've been two years in the relationship. We got engaged over Christmas, I believe. So so like the first semester we weren't engaged, and the second semester we were. Okay. Cool. I think that's right. No, it's yeah, but you're very busy, and then you have a woman that wants a lot of attention. And I'm sleeping four to five hours a night. Uh, it, like, are you making time for your girl? And yeah, because like, oh, okay. she absolutely. We had to hang out as soon as I'm done with classes at like four or five o'clock, and I'm done with my internship and job. Sometimes I'll go till seven or eight, so I'm we're hanging out for four hours until midnight. Okay, I'm going to back to my dorm room because of curfew, and then I'm starting my homework. I'm starting to study for tests. Is are you miserable? I am exhausted. Okay. So I didn't have time to notice notice if I was miserable. Really? Or not. I was just exhausted. You're just all the in time. a zone of like, this is my life and this is the way it is. And yeah, whatever. Okay. Yeah. So she's super. So she was. So she just didn't support me and like, these are my life goals right now. I need to focus on class. I need to focus uh, on this internship. No sacrifice. And she was like, we need to hang out. Right. I expect you to hang out with me. Yeah. 
So uh, that kind of culminated in an event where we were going to go to a corn maze and my friends, uh, my friends didn't really hang out with her a whole lot. Like it was kind of two separate groups. Okay. It was, we'd either, I'd either hang out with my girlfriend at the time and her friends or I'd hang out with my friends. Okay. So my friends didn't really like her a whole lot either because right. of that. Like she kind of forced it to be divided. Like yeah. And no, I get it. Yeah. yeah. Everyone knew but you. Yeah. Everyone yeah, figured it out. Yeah. Uh, so my friends set up like a month ahead of time. Like we're going to go to this corn maze as friends. Like all of us friends are just going to go to this corn maze. It'll be fun. Yeah. And so I told her that and I was like, all right, we're, I'm going with my friends. You can come if you want to like a week ahead of time. Okay. And she, I, I don't remember her response. I don't know if she was definitely coming. I thought she wasn't coming okay. for sure. I, th- I don't know if she had something else or what, but then last minute she's like, Oh, I, whatever else I was going to do got canceled. So let's hang out. I said, no, go into the corn maze. It's like an hour drive. Right. You can come to the corn maze. We've had it planned. So if you want to join, cool. But that's the plan tonight. Exactly. Okay. Uh, She um, did not take that well. All right. She went back to her room. I found out later from her roommate, she did her makeup and then cried intentionally in that order to make it seem like she was her, like her mascara was to make her look miserable and what yeah what did why who put why did she put on she put on the makeup to have it run but for who she the she, roommate well for me because then later you she drove gonna, up separately she, to the corn maze she knew she was gonna see you she yes so she put on runny makeup yeah okay and then met me at the corn maze and was like look i drove all the way here for you yeah now pay attention to me and i was like i'm here with my friends you yeah. can hang out with us. And she goes, look how I look. I don't want to be with your friends when my makeup's like this. Oh, my god! And at, again, at the time, I didn't know that she intentionally did it that way. But in my mind, I'm still going, you drove up here separately. We have cell phones. You could right. have called. Um, there were so many better ways to handle this. Yeah. And so that wasn't the one thing that that ruined everything. But that was a straw that made the camel rethink things that made you yeah the camel think like (laughs) i don't want to marry this other camel this is not (laughs) like this is this is not this doesn't end yeah this is who this person is yeah this isn't this like yeah and you don't want to be you don't want to go through that again so it was yeah it was pretty shortly after that that the fights we couldn't stop fighting it was every other day every day whether we'd be texting, fighting, calling, fighting, in-person fighting. Yeah. And if, and like after like a month of just constant fighting, I said, we need to focus on not fighting. This is ridiculous. Right. Don't get upset over anything. Okay. Like you focus on not being upset and I will focus on not being upset. Like, yeah. We actively need, not be at each other's throats. Yeah. I said, we need to make this work. Okay. Well, what, what really, if you can think about it and maybe, I don't know if you'll know the answer, but... When people fight over petty things, when people like fight over things that don't matter at all, and they make a big deal out of all these things, and then they'll say, "Oh my, we fight about this and that." There's always something that's not being spoken about. There's always something deep down where you you don't like the other person for some reason. There's some resentment there where you're like, "I could put my finger on it and say." You don't respect me. You don't. Um, you don't appreciate my time. There's something there where you're like, I hate you for all these reasons, but the real reason behind that reason is 
It's because you don't respect me. Do you know what that reason was? If you really could put a finger on yeah. it where you're like, you didn't give a shit about my family or like you didn't give a shit about my time. Uh, wow. That's a really good question. I, it's there. I, so I'm, I don't know that I can necessarily pinpoint to something like that. It could yeah. be, it could be. Uh-huh. I can definitely say that the fighting got a lot more prevalent when I became apathetic. When, when I was like, I don't care about this relationship anymore. Oh. So, like, that happened after, like, the month of constant fighting. I said, this next week, we need to not fight. And we fought that whole week. And so then I was just exhausted. I was exhausted. Yeah. Mentally, emotionally, every single, physically, because I was still doing the hard class load. I was still doing these internships. Right. And so that was the first time that, like, I think if you quote unquote love someone or even not even quote unquote if you love someone yeah if you're even if you're fighting over the phone don't hang up on them like that yeah. that is so disrespectful that is yeah you're recognizing there's a problem it's both people kind of showing they love each other because they're trying to solve a problem and come to a resolution but when you hang up the phone you're like i don't respect the problem or our relationship yeah and it's and it's not just like okay, we're not getting anywhere. Let's hang up and try again in a few minutes. It's... Yeah, that's different. One person's in the middle of yelling and you just hang up. <laughs> you just... Yeah, you like... I've lost interest in, in like, making this right and resolving it. I've just... I'm, I'm bored of it and I don't want to do this anymore at all. Yeah. So, and so that was the first time I did that to her. And the, how it's, did she take that? Well, how do you think she took it? Well, that's funny because it's you... It's an interesting place to be where you feel comfortable or okay about like, man, I'm just going to hang this phone up right now. <sighs> and I knew it when I did. I was like, this is. Did this you know that that was the end? This is. I knew it was a big milestone for something. Yeah. When you. Yeah, that's interesting because you don't. It's that milestone of. Oh, I don't. That's weird because you just didn't care. I was, I was so tired. I was so sick of everything. I yeah. just. I was done. I was just done. Yeah. So I just hung up my phone and went to sleep. So where did... That's funny. That's interesting, too. Because usually, like, if something like that, you'll be distraught over it. You're like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I did that. I can't believe I just hung up the phone. Oh, man, I'm like... But if you go, if you, like, hang up the phone and then lay on your pillow and then sleep <laughs> for the night... Right yeah, sleep. yeah. It's just... Like, something's I'm, there. I'm like, fine with this. Right. That's because there's, like, you know, there's, like, heartbreak, breaking up a relationship. It's all painful. But when you, like, end a... You know, that's more or less kind of, you know, ending a relationship or really sending some pretty clear signals. And then you just, like go to sleep yeah <laughs> yep so what happened yeah. after that um so it didn't go uphill after that um okay. we uh it was pretty so that's kind of like when i started detaching and she would like every once in a while she could kind of notice it and so she would say hey let's you know work on this let's work on this yeah um but it got worse like arguing all the time and me not giving a shit yeah and uh and so i think a few months later i called it off one interesting thing before i called it off is i was you know whenever you're contemplating something like that you're going crap what about the finances like we'd already put down actually some deposits on some wedding locations for sure and so i was like crap am i gonna have to cover this do i pay for this how does this work 
And my dad, yeah, he drove down to Grace College and he had a talk with me and he goes, you know, finances should never be a part of the decision. It's whether you're going to, you know, this is the person you're spending the rest of your life with. Smart man. And he goes, just to help you out, um, if you break stuff off, your mom and I will will cover any expenses. He, he did not like this girl. No, no, he no, did no. Not. They didn't at all. And they knew I would, like, they saw, my parents saw that I was just getting drained and right. I couldn't take it anymore. And yeah. um, so I called it off and there were some finances and her family wasn't necessarily the best about communicating uh, some of the expenses and things like that. And I uh, got a little sticky and I found out and after we were figuring out some finances and stuff, my dad goes, you know, when I said that, I just, um, yeah, we're, we're not going to help you out with any of that. No way. <laughs> so, like, that is Why so, did he do that? That is so unlike my parents. <laughs> well, he kind of like pulled the curtain out because he like, it's him saying he got you to do probably what he wanted you to do, which is break up with the girl he didn't like. Yeah. And then once you did it, he's like, yeah, psych, dude. But <laughs> either way, your dad's looking. I mean, that's pretty like the, the Mr. Hartzell, that's messed up. But nevertheless, though, he saved you yeah. a, like a lifetime of misery. Yeah. And and that is if my parents like heard me talking about this now, they would probably feel appalled. They probably don't remember it like that. And they would probably write me a check if I felt like they wronged me. But I don't feel like they did. Yeah, um, that is so unlike my parents. Right. That it's but I think what happened just like my parents, my, I'm guessing my dad said that uh-huh. he never told my mom. And then when he, my dad told my mom, we have to help Brett out. My mom probably goes, no, like this is his thing. He needs to take care. Of right. It. And um, yeah. OK. Just some sort of. Yeah. But yeah. Miscommunication there. Yeah. But OK. Well, how did no people mouth. take it, though? Like, how did she take it when you broke it off? Uh, whew, not I mean, well. obviously not well, but what was the response like? Um, so uh, was there any was, sort of like, I'm sorry, let's make this work? N- uh, no. Uh, so it was a Saturday and I got up and I just went to go get breakfast with my friends at uh, the dining at the cafeteria. Or whatever, cafeteria. Yeah. yeah. And uh, my friend goes, so or my roommate, he's like, so how you doing? I haven't talked to you in a couple weeks. And, uh, again, like this was not unusual. I, I be living, I was in a room with, with, uh, several different people, four different guys. And okay. like, sometimes I wouldn't even talk to Just any of them talk. for weeks yeah. because I was so uh-huh. busy. And, uh, so he goes, how you doing? I go, well, I think I'm going to break up with my, <laughs> with yeah. my, at the time, uh, uh, fiance. Yeah. And, uh, he's like, whoa interesting. Okay. <laughs> and that was yeah. the end. We didn't talk anymore. Really? Rest. Yeah. <laughs> he just looks at me and goes, okay. Whoa, <laughs> that's weird. Why wouldn't you get into that? I think that's <laughs> I know <laughs> it's good breakfast conversation, right? I just provide the most interesting breakfast ever. Most people talk about the weather. If someone's like, "Yeah, I'm going to end. I'm engaged, and I'm going to end," I'm like, "That's that's juicy. Let's dig. Like, <laughs> keep going." So okay, so you and at that you weren't like distraught about. It. You're just like, "Nah, this is what's best for me." Yeah, and I mean, I had been considering it seriously for over a month at the time right and uh, i talked with my brother-in-law who had to do something similar and i talked to my parents and um i didn't ever tell them exactly what i was going to do just you know i was thinking about it right and uh most of them were like yeah you should <laughs> do you remember breaking it off with her like, yeah call did you what i'm sure you didn't call but like where'd you I, I called her i was like hey can you meet me outside your dorm and i figured that's probably the best spot because if you're really far away from campus she has to walk back or you have to drive back together or something like nope. that 
And so it was right by her dorm, like yeah. right by her room. So I was like, she can run in. She has a lot of friends in there so they can comfort her or whatever. And so she came downstairs and I was like, I'm sorry, but it's over. And, uh, and she just, obviously, you know, she broke down. Um, it wasn't easy, but also I'm, I'm still not sure the best way to break up with someone. Cause in my mind, I didn't want to say, I didn't want to give any reasons because that's, I know that's the only thing they're thinking about. So no matter what you say, it's just going to be thought about by her over and over again, breaking, broken down 10 different parts. And then she's going to try and rationalize why that reason is not valid and why this reason is not valid. Like, I don't know. I think when you break it off, you just need to say it's over and then come back to it a month or two later and talk about reasons why maybe. But again, I don't yeah, know if that's the know. right way to do it, but that's what I did. There's no, yeah, I didn't, I didn't give her any reasons. I just said it's over. I mean, dude, you have, I mean, it's not, it couldn't have been out of nowhere. So you could have, if you coming over and saying it's over, it's not like you were madly in love and you were, this was out of no, it's just like, look, like we, this is very tumultuous and you know, we're both pretty miserable and then saying like, it's over. They can put it together. Yeah. Like, hey, I don't want to be miserable anymore. <laughs> so goodbye forever. Well, I mean, that's one way to do it. Maybe I should, maybe the next time. Okay. <laughs> I think what you did was good. I think that's kind of, and you also don't want to be hanging out, breaking up with someone for a long time. Oh, right. Yeah. No. I didn't drag it out. I didn't yeah. drag it out. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's just always, and in my mind, I also, I know what she's going through because she started basing future decisions of her life around us being together yeah where we're gonna live where she's gonna go to get her masters or something you right. know and what our life would look like and so she's already planning this out yeah you messed up her future yeah and yeah. so i recognize all there's nothing you can say to be like oh it'll get better like no <laughs> so um so yeah i just broke it off and then walked back to my dorm did you ever like talk to her after that yeah so about a month later yeah i was like let's or no, no, no. a week or two later she goes you st- here's some stuff that is in here I still have some of your stuff so yeah. here come pick it up so it was in between I was going from class to an internship so I stopped by to pick up uh pick up some stuff and uh we actually met near little, little theater uh-huh. and so she it was like a book and a hoodie or something like that and so okay. she gives it to me and as she's handing it to me I take it she punches me in the face no yeah she just rears back She's left-handed. Bam. Pops me in the jaw. Are you kidding me? No. Did you ever think she was capable of violence? Um, That's a certain n- person. That's a certain type of person. It was... I don't know. I didn't expect it. I, so I guess not. I guess not. I didn't really expect it at all. So I guess I could probably say no. I didn't, I didn't expect that she would do that. Wow. Did it hurt? No. I was pissed. I now know what it's like. That was the first time I've ever been punched in the face. Seriously. Yeah, um, but it didn't really... I, it didn't hurt at all. Okay. I was just furious. I just looked up at her, glared, yeah. and walked out to my car, and immediately she starts following me and goes, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm sorry. Oh my <laughs> And gosh. so I just get in my car, I look at her, and I flick her off. Okay. And, uh, or flip her off, flick her, flick her. We get flip, the point, flip, yeah. You know, give yeah. her the bird. Uh, and drive away furious. I am so pissed off. Like, this is the most petty, dumb, whatever you're trying to accomplish, it didn't happen. If you had thought through it for 10 seconds, you'd realize whatever you're trying to accomplish wasn't going to happen. Yeah, I feel like it would, would almost be kind of comforting knowing, like, wow, I'm not. I'm so that could have been, yeah, that could have been the rest of my life. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
Now, I don't think she's abusive anyway. I think it was, it was again, it was only like a week or two after. So, like, these, this is still pretty fresh. Yeah. Um, Still, though, (laughs) she hit you in the face. Her immediately, her Facebook status was, I'd I'd love to pull it up just so I can verbatim get it right. It was something very close to the effect of, why does no one ever tell you that punching someone you love in the face doesn't make you feel better? Something like that. gosh. You guys were so young, too. That's a thing. How old were you? Like 20? 20. Thought 20. Oh, my gosh. That's so... Nearly 20. It's funny. You shouldn't be able to get married until you're like 35, <laughs> 38. Well, I've heard of other people that do it, right? To get married at 20? Maybe 22. Yeah, 20 is like, you can't even. <laughs> like, you, man, you're a baby. You don't you don't know who you are. Yeah. You're punching, like, because when you're, you're punching say, people. <laughs> right, well, you think, when, you, when I think about that, I think, whoa, someone that was about to get married is like, punching someone in the face but then when i think of it as oh a 20 year old girl who's you know only been out on her own for two years punches like this guy that she's been in this really involved relationship with doesn't know how to deal with her emotions it's like oh now it's kind of just of an immature thing to do that happens to people that's true that's you a good point yeah because it's funny because it's not that you, you realize like yeah this person was getting married it doesn't mean they were an adult and if she heard this like i am positive she is super embarrassed by that time. Oh, like, I'm she sure. Knew, like, and I don't, again, I don't. I don't hold it against her now at all. Like what you just said makes so much sense. Like, yeah, yeah. I ruined her future. I ruined the future that she had in her mind. Right. And granted, she shouldn't have. You know. Yeah. She shouldn't have made such grandiose plans. But nevertheless, <laughs> she's young. Yeah. Forgivable. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Then you now you're you're you know you got how quickly after you broke up with this girl did you get. Uh, engaged to another girl. Um, I didn't get engaged. We got, we started, Rachel and I started dating pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard this from more than one person. <laughs> Someone goes, it's kind of like, so Rachel and Ashley actually look pretty similar. And, okay. There's some, a lot I of features them around them that Maybe. are All right. very similar. Yeah. Um, and so someone goes, I think it was a month, maybe two months later, I was dating Rachel. It's like, that's yeah. pretty quick. Okay. Um, and I like took a lot of time to make sure I'm not just jumping into another relationship. But anyway, so like two months later, I think we were dating and a couple of my friends were like, it looks like you just traded Ashley in for a younger, prettier, skinnier version of her. Really? Yeah. Whatever then. So. Maybe you did. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I mean, I mean, it's, I mean, you, I mean, you did. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it can be for other, like, obviously, like, other motivations, but yeah. it's funny, though, because it's just like, well, yeah, that's, that's a, if you look that's at one it, way to, like, on paper, you're like, yeah, no, that's exactly what you did. <laughs> yeah. But granted, it wasn't like, oh, I need a new model. Right. Right. Of course not. Um, Why did you, but what, okay, then how soon after were you engaged? So, I think it was a year. Okay. I think it was a year later. And Rachel and I were very serious. I yeah. purchased another ring. Yeah. I was going to get engaged to Rachel. Yeah. And I noticed that just something wasn't right in our relationship. So I said we should take a month-long break. Keeping in mind, I had a diamond ring in my back pocket. But I was just like, you know what? I don't think we're done with. I don't think our relationship is over. Just something doesn't quite feel right. Yeah. So at this point, I'm starting to realize that maybe I just have cold feet in general. 
but I really don't think that's the case. I don't know. I couldn't put my finger on it. I still don't know entirely what. Just something wasn't quite right in our relationship. But, okay, but comparatively speaking, she had to be oh, an angel, right? Yeah. Like, we weren't fighting. Yeah. It was actually lack of fighting, maybe. It was... Ah, we. This we, isn't love. We, we got into... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm not comfortable. We need right. to be fighting. Yeah. Uh, we we spent every day together, and it was a routine. So by this time, I was like out of college, and we were <clears throat> we were. She would get off a of class at like four, and we just hang out from like four until eight or nine mm-hmm. every night, and we just like watch TV and yeah. not really do anything. And uh, and I was kind of her only friend. Like she had some other friends, but like we just hung out so much. And I was down to hang out with her friends, but she never. They never did anything. Yeah. I think her friends stopped inviting her. So I was like, I don't want you to be dependent on me and I don't want to just hang out with you either. So, yeah. Um, so that was part of it. There was some other stuff. I don't even remember entirely what, but so I have this ring plan on getting engaged. Take, say, let's take a month long break. Okay. Uh, month long break ends up being like a week long break during which time we had text and called and stuff. Yeah. So we get back together and then like two months later, I cut it off. I was like, it's over. Two months after the week long break, that wasn't a break. Yeah. Why'd you cut it off? Um, nothing had resolved. I was like, I thought a break could kind of help this. Um, but it didn't. You just had so. something in the back of your head, didn't feel right? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I know that, uh, you know, you can analyze it 300 different ways. I don't know what it was. I can't put my finger on it. Just something wasn't right. Just dissonance. Just like, yeah. don't want to do this. Are my cats can, yeah, are they're, they coming they're through? They're killing each other. Um, can we hear them? on the yeah maybe a little i'll try i'll i'll take care there's no big deal um okay well then i mean you're married to this woman now so what changed your what how did you do well part of you had to think like i just have commitment issues yeah yeah i mean i I started evaluating everything like what the hell is wrong with me right um do i do uh, do i like to torture women do i like to build up these dreams and dash them i don't know yeah maybe uh, you're a piece of shit yeah yeah no legit yeah um and so I was evaluating everything and about a week. So like we had cut off all communication then we weren't texting or anything. Yeah. Uh, and so I, f- I kind of met, like I was, I found myself nervous for Rachel. Like I didn't know how she would respond. Like I didn't think suicide was an option. I knew she wouldn't handle it super well. <laughs> okay. Um, again, cause you know, she had these dreams about her future. Right. And, uh, which lives, I did too, Brett. which yeah. I did too. <laughs> yeah. You're, terrible yeah okay shit. and it uh about a month later or a week or two later like i just started getting super depressed i got really nervous i didn't know what rachel was up to um and it wasn't it was more than just i'm out of my comfort zone because you get into a comfort zone with someone that you care about right like when yeah. you're dating someone you just you get into a rhythm yeah two become one man yeah yeah and it wasn't just like i, I was uncomfortable or i was depressed not just because it was a change of rhythm i was like this is i just got super depressed uh, I watched all of Stargate SG one, which is 10 seasons. It's pretty sad, man. And each one is like 20 some episodes. Uh, I watched all of it in like two weeks, but so you're just super bummed because you broke this off. I just, I was depressed not seeing Rachel. Okay. And not knowing what she was up to, not being able to tell her about my day. Um, realizing that maybe we're never going to be together again. But why wouldn't you then just, why wouldn't, wouldn't that be kind of a realization where you're like, oh, I think I love this person? Maybe, but it took me a month to figure that out. 
not just a week but like as i said i'm analyzing everything and i know i'm not in a good emotional state to figure this out right um my parents aren't helping much because parents just say well you know we love you support you whatever you choose they gotta let you make your own mistakes yeah 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 and my parents did love they do love rachel Uh like they've always liked her from day one and uh so about a month later she so rachel's not over me either she uh my roommate at the time he uh invites her over to the house and i get home and she's there on the couch like watching tv with them i just like i was like okay thanks bud this is caleb this is caleb broth oh i know this guy Uh, and so i was like caleb what the heck are you doing it's a weird move yeah he's like well i'm friends with her it's like thanks what was he actually trying to do uh i think rachel contacted him it was like Uh, hey can i come over okay and uh and so she was just home when i got home from work i was like cool i'm going up to my room don't join me right (laughs) so i just walk upstairs um and we uh about a month later after well probably two weeks after that happened i just realized i was so miserable and i think that's kind of when i was realizing i think i really love this woman and i should probably get back together with her that's weird yeah that is weird did it feel right when you got back together yeah it did yeah interesting so you felt like oh this is now i needed that sort of time to realize that this is the person i want to be with forever i guess it's weird man. it's really weird because i can't tell anyone else how they should develop a relationship then because like i don't think i did it right at all in any of my relationships i don't know <laughs> yeah that is weird it's that's strange but i mean eventually you got to the point where you it worked out yeah it did it now things were different after we got back together rachel was a lot more she wasn't dependent on me as much uh she kind of had her own life and with her own friends and uh like i think she made interesting because when we weren't together she was just always hanging out with other people oh i think that's i don't know why that's so weird that like that's the reason why (laughs) no that's totally that's totally rational it's just you saying i mean that's and it worked out for the best it's basically um you need to have a healthy relationship of relationships outside of me and not just have like a codependent relationship we need to be individuals and then you gave her that room to grow and be an individual so when you got back together it was that part of the relationship that was unhealthy was kind of solved. Yeah. It's dangerous, though, because sometimes people don't get back together. Yeah. And I thought, like, I even talked with friends a week after we broke up, and I was just like, I don't I don't think we'll get back together. Yeah. That wasn't my plan. Um, I just, I, I didn't expect it. I didn't expect it. It was just a month later when I was like, I, I am so depressed. Yeah. I miss her so much. <laughs> well, that's crazy, man. That's... I mean, it worked out, dude. It all, like, worked. I mean, it sounds, I don't know. Sometimes you gotta, like, let something go. And, I mean, honestly, you just, you got lucky, though. You got lucky (laughs) that she stuck around and waited for you. Because sometimes people go on breaks. Case in point, Johnny Burtoff listened to his episode. People go on breaks, and they think, because I think Johnny was trying to solve the same problem, listen to his episode, in your case, and it just didn't work out for him. And his girl ended up dating his best friend. Yeah. So yeah. You got lucky. That's a whole nother bite that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and so, and Rachel went on other dates too during this time. Uh, 
Interesting. So, so it could have happened. Yeah, dude. But I guess just being the most awesome guy in the world has its perks. Yeah. <laughs> being no one can get over you. Yeah. Yeah, totally. That's it. That's the secret to a good relationship. Be the best human. Be yeah. 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 Have everyone fall in love with you. So at any moment's notice you have access to anyone's emotions or sex or anything at any given point in time. Yeah. And you're only breaking other people's hearts, not your own. Joey's keys to success. There it is. <laughs> Don't care about anyone else. <laughs> Be the piece of shit. Be it. Be it. Yeah. Close your heart. <laughs> What's uh? What was your original? What was the like synop that you had? What was um, that? I have the owned ring. seven different rings and proposed twice to two different women, almost three times to two different women. That's so funny yeah that is so yeah man you're kind of a romantic dude apparently yeah but that's hard to believe considering my profession i'm but an accountant can, yeah we still yeah. like you know i don't think we're allowed to have emotions bones. i don't know i don't think i think you're wrong <laughs> yeah it's funny though it's funny now because you're you're so far away from that because now you're just like a, a man in a house that, <laughs> with a 401k yeah with a 401k and you're not like sweating over you know games and stuff <laughs> and you know relationship stuff you're just like a guy yeah it's over now yeah you're set i don't miss it no um, i was never good at relationships um my wife can still probably give you some input on on or give you some more examples of how that's the case oh yeah um i do love people though and i try hard to love people yeah you know? that's i think that's the only way to compensate yeah yeah just generally look out for people even if you're not good at it yeah 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 well That's awesome man do you have anything do you have anything to plug um spark plugs okay are, i think they're important butt plugs uh butt plugs maybe those <laughs> those are very important yeah <laughs> um if you need to get a surgery uh specifically something maybe with like the elbow or shoulder try and get some zimmer biomet cases and okay. like uh, why are you doing this well why are, are they paying you no we they don't need your money we supply to them so if their sales go up oh the business then, you work for yeah oh my we, gosh we supply. <laughs> i demand money so, from whoever so, the yeah. hell you're plugging right now <laughs> so yeah if you get a surgery try and get a zimmer biomic case stay away from striker they're not too good like we provide awesome stuff to them and they're just they just they they look down upon us too much we provide the best quality they ever get but they're still not willing to go with us all right they only give us like five percent of their business what is that there you go you're a corporate lifer <laughs> uh, freak yeah all right well yeah this has been awesome brett yeah yes all right later Bye.